After last year's satanic display from Sam Smith and Kim Petras, many people were wondering what this year's Grammys would look like as the show started with a provocative performance from Dua Lipa and saw Taylor Swift snub Celine Dion and artists like Miley Cyrus and Billie Eilish left as winners and many of today's popular artists were swooned over by host Trevor Noah. As we look at some of the bloody performances and dark underbelly of the show's golden veneer. Welcome back to the 511 News. I'm your host, Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries. And on today's episode, we're going to be looking at the Grammys and some of the performances that took place. Some of the, I would say, surprising dark underbelly where most people might have thought that the show was pretty tame overall. But before we get into that, we would love for you to like this video as well as subscribe to the Good Fight Ministries YouTube channel. And if you feel so led, leave a five-star review on any podcast format that you are using to listen to this. It just helps with the algorithm and so forth. And it gets you back here to watch some of our videos uh, that we try to put out at least two to three videos every single week. But let's get back into it. And this is one of those things where when you're seeing what's going on in the culture and so forth, it is very, very uncomfortable, I would say, to watch these award shows where people are sitting there and just talking about how everyone is so wonderful and so great. Not everyone in the world will get a Grammy, but everyone in this world is spectacular. Or you could be talking about this year where Jay-Z went up there and complained that his wife just isn't getting enough awards. I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. But this one, Trevor Noah, the host who's now hosted for two straight years of the Grammys, just swooning over different artists, including 21 Savage and his billion downloads for his music on Spotify, or swooning over Doja Cat uh, with her recent album that glorifies the devil himself. But as we're watching this, I think one of the most talked about performances had to be the bloody performance given by Olivia Rodrigo and her song Vampires. And for those who don't know, some of the lyrics of that song go like this. I used to think I was smart, but you made me look so naive. The way you sold me for parts as you sunk your teeth into me. Oh, bloodsucker, fame blanker, bleeding me dry like a blank blank vampire. Now, I could go on in those lyrics, and a lot of people were a little dismayed by the fact that this young girl is up there and looks like she's cutting herself or something while she's bleeding out of her hands. And a lot of people are like, wow, that is really interesting to have somebody that looks semi-innocent to be bleeding down her arm. And a lot of people may think, oh, well, you know, this is music for grown-ups and so forth. But actually, little kids are listening to Olivia Rodrigo, who pushes abortion and other things as well. But little kids are listening to it. In fact, we can show you that a six and a nine-year-old little girl and little boy are actually big fans of Olivia Rodrigo. In fact, in this clip with Jimmy Kimmel, you can see him talking with his kids after they pick up the hitchhiker, Olivia Rodrigo, and also hear the songs that both of them say their favorite are to go to school and listen to on the way. 
Oh, there's a hitchhiker up here. You know, Olivia, we listen to your music on the way to school all the time. Do you really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We love it. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. Do you have a favorite one? Ballad of the Homeschool Girl. Homeschool Girl? Yes. That's one of my favorites, too. That's so sweet. Thank you for saying that. Billy, what do you think about this? <laughs> <laughs> What's the song we love so much of Olivia's? Get him back. Get him back. Am I a bad influence on your children? Oh, you no, no, no. Sorry. no. always been this way. Don't worry. <laughs> Some of the lyrics for the song for Jimmy Kimmel's six-year-old that says that this is his favorite go like this quote oh i want to key his car i want to make him lunch i want to break his heart stitch it right back up i want to kiss his face with an uppercut i want to meet his mom and tell her her son sucks but then i want to get him back get him back and then when it's the other song for the nine-year-old girl the song ballad of a homeschool girl here are just a few of the lyrics that you can hear i talked to this hot guy swore i was his type guess that he was making out with boys like the whole night everything i do is tragic every guy i like is gay and then she talks about it's social suicide want to curl up and die it's social suicide it's social suicide don't let me out at night i'm shocked i'm still alive it's social suicide and these are some of the lyrics that you have nine-year-olds and six-year-olds driving to school on their way with their parents, listening and singing. It's just a travesty, and so many people don't realize so much of this. And we're going to be bringing on Pastor Joe as well, because it wasn't just Olivia Rodrigo, it wasn't just Doja Cat, but there were a number of artists, including some legacy artists that were given some awards, you would say, or just honored and we're going to talk a little bit about the deeper connection with some of the demonic traits that we see from these artists. Now, Joe, before we get into all of the Joni Mitchell, Billy Joel, Taylor Swift, Billy Eilish, Miley Cyrus stuff, you know, I just talked about Olivia Rodrigo and some of her lyrics and some of the stuff and little kids, you know, listening to this. But I think a lot of people see them, even though the lyrics are dark and grotesque. I think a lot of people see this as just bubblegum, kind of nice. And obviously, you got Jimmy Kimmel up there, which he has his own issues. But you got Jimmy Kimmel up there just playing it. But he is just a representation. And he is somebody who is publicly saying something that is happening all over the world, ultimately, with these artists and little kids listening and singing along with these lyrics. And these are their favorite songs. Yeah, and unfortunately, vampirism, which has become so popular among young people, uh, from the Twilight, the huge, you know, uh, you know, literary, and then all of a sudden it went to movies. Uh, the woman that wrote that, you know, that whole series, she claimed that she'd hear an audible voice that she channeled, you know, and now you got a song about it, and vampirism, if people look up vampires and they do the research, it's rooted in Satanism, you know, and it's been glorified of late uh, because our world's become really dark. But Rodrigo, I mean, she talks about, uh, you did a whole video, uh, Chad, which I think people need to check out. If you haven't checked out, many of you have, but it's uh, the, the true manifestation of evil that you can find on our channel. Uh, that we're talking about people that are manifesting entities, they're manifesting demons. Before I was a Christian, went up myself up to the demonic world, I thought it was my subconscious mind because I was reading books in the power of subconscious mind and I was began manifesting all kinds of satanic lyrics. And to make a long story short, I came to realize because I was going through all kinds of tormented experiences, whoa, Satan exists and I cried out to the Lord. Uh, so you can call it your subconscious, you can call it the universe, cosmic powers. But Rodrigo, she talks about how she's inspired and the universe gives her Music. Well, we're talking about her not really either understanding and trying to make light of it or uh, not understanding 
and not realizing that she's trans she's channeling these guys these artists are often translating the rulers of the darkness of this world sometimes you just have to work and write and create even when you don't feel particularly inspired because i think when you continuously show up you like show the universe that you are capable of bringing this idea to life and you know manifesting it in the way that it's supposed to be manifested and like like spiritual in that way where i think that like the universe like pays attention to that and then will give you better ideas yeah i think that that's so important and and hopefully you guys can check out the entire true manifestation of evil and that's really a part one because we're going to show how so many in the church have actually caught up with this and don't forget monday comes out uh you guys can check it out on monday our our video on the super bowl uh, the history of Satan worship at the You don't Super want to Bowl. miss that, guys. You do not. It's an entire documentary. It's not just a 30-minute video. We'll this be looking at Usher, which is going to shock you, but we'll be looking at a lot of the things that we've looked a, at. For. A lot of stuff. And a lot of stuff that we're bringing back uh, from the Solar Solstice Rock and Roll as well. So really excited. And a lot of this goes back to that, Joe, because we're talking about, hey, the modern artists, and here's what they're doing. And here's Taylor Swift winning Album of the Year again, right? Here's Taylor Swift with Travis Kelsey. Here's Taylor Swift pushing witchcraft and willow and so forth and and all the stuff that's going on. But let's go back a little bit because not only are we going back, but we're going to the current because you have multiple artists and a lot of people. And Joe, I, I think you even talked about it before the Grammys came out. I wonder if they're going to be a little more vanilla this year. Yeah. And they were. And they I were. Mean, to some degree. Because of what happened with Sam Smith, I thought, yeah, they're going to go a little vanilla. They got they got to try to, you know, we'll, 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 we'll talk about fast cars with Chasey Chapman or something, you know. But but you're, you're looking at this and you're seeing it. But I think with Joni Mitchell and Billy Joel, a lot of people don't realize that it isn't so vanilla, even if there is this golden veneer that people have. Yeah, you know. Back, you know, decades ago, uh, before the whole heavy metal era, uh, Satan didn't bring a lot of Satanism out of the closet, but all kinds of artists admitted being, you know, possessed by different demonic entities. They might call it a spirit guide or whatever. But it's interesting when you look at, say, Joni Mitchell. Uh, they highlighted her. I think she's like 80 years old, and they did this huge production around her, and they lauded her as having influenced all of them and so forth. Uh, but I'd researched her years ago, and Chad, she, about, man, you're talking... You know, probably four decades ago or so, uh, Joni Mitchell, uh, she was channeling from a, an entity uh, that she said was called Art. And a, a writer for Time Magazine named DeVos had interviewed her, and she said she was naked with this entity. And this entity inspired, in fact, she said this entity, Art, she was naked with this entity, and she'll leave love relationships, she'll leave important things when this spirit calls her because uh, the spirit she calls Art because he holds the shrine or the key. She said the shrine, she's the key to the shrine of creativity. So she's channeling these lyrics. Uh, uh, Billy Joel, you know, he was considered a hit factory. I mean, if you look at the biggest, the most hits from any one man, he's right up there among the top. But from the 70s onward, I mean, he was in and out of mental hospitals, hearing voices perhaps, saying he was schizophrenic, incredible sense of uh, depression and anxiety. Uh, didn't write a new song for decades, they said, until... He did that one that just was debuted on the Grammys and so forth. And he would check himself in and out of uh, mental hospitals, uh, not always for drugs. You know, early on it was because, you know, a lot of, a lot of those who are schizophrenic now, they call it bipolar. Uh, a lot of them, I'm not saying everyone that's diagnosed that way, but a lot of times it is it's demonic entities being told by spirits to kill yourself and so forth. So you see that. And by the way, Chad, what kind of stuff was he putting out? I mean, remember the only the good die young? Just think of the lyrics and what kind of music's being communicated way back in the day on AM radio. And people are hearing this all the time. And it was sub subversive, just as the homeschooling song is today, to uh, 
professing believers, you know, not being separated from the world as much. In fact, I'll read a few of the lyrics. You got a brand new soul. Talking about one who would be claimed to be, you know, saved and a cross of gold. The lyrics also say, and they say there's a heaven for those who will wait. Some say it's better, but I say it ain't. I'd rather laugh with the sinners than cry with the saints. Sinners are much more fun, you know, and only the good die young. Chad, the irony there is, this is coming for a guy that deals with, for many, many years, chronic depression. Depression, yeah. It's a lie. So he's like, oh, I'm I'm laughing with the the sinners. No, you're not. That's a lie. I'm not saying never laugh, but man, you're now in the hospital because of your chronic depression and schizophrenia and so forth. And guess what? Guess what? I've been a sinner, man, big time. And now I know Jesus, man. And my life before and after are like darkness and now uh, light and day. And now I have the light of life and we, we rejoice and we're, we have the joy of the Lord. It's a big difference. You can't have the joy of the Lord and joy of the Holy Spirit when you're in darkness. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's interesting because like you were talking about some of this bipolar stuff. And when I was reading those lyrics from Olivia Rodrigo, where Jimmy Kimmel's son said, this is my favorite song. Mm-hmm. I want to get back with this guy, but I don't want to punch him in the face. I want to tell his mom he's this, but I want to be with. It's it's almost like she's identifying that same thing. And here's the thing that I find very interesting when we talk about this. We're talking about Joni Mitchell, Billy Joel. We're talking about Taylor Swift or Billie Eilish or whoever it may be that, that we're discussing. And, and this is why I gave my life to Christ when I saw they sold their souls to rock and roll, because it wasn't like, Oh, just, you know, Robert Johnson just had this weird thing that happened on the crossroads. Or, you know, the Doors, you know, Jim Morrison, they wanted to have a bust of a Lester Crowley. Or, you know what, Ozzy Osbourne sings a song called Crowley or Led Zeppelin and and all this stuff. It was like, it didn't matter what age, it didn't matter what year, it didn't matter what continent, it didn't matter if they could talk to each other now where we can text each other and immediately, my friend in Australia, I can text him and he gets it right away. No, it didn't matter because there's a spirit behind yeah, absolutely. it. absolutely. And so in the same way, this is what's going on. We're talking about Olivia Rodrigo. We're talking about Billy Joel. We're talking about Joni Mitchell. But it's all the same thing. Yeah. And Chad, in the 10-hour video, they sold their souls to rock and roll. I don't, even, I don't think I even brought up Joni Mitchell or Billy Joel. It's just that was part of my research and they just didn't make the 10-hour cut. They should have, perhaps. But it's to cover. It's so blatant. Yeah. Amen. amen. You can't amen. deny it. That's one of the great evidences that... Jesus is real. We have the resurrection, of course. We have all these other evidences. But the fact that there's a spirit world, Chad, and it's evil and it's demonic and it's leading the world astray uh, is a lot of, there's a lot of evidence to that. Amen. And and I hope for you, maybe you're watching this, maybe you're not a believer yet and, and you're watching this and you're thinking like, oh, I just wanted to see, you know, it'd be interesting to see what they're talking about or whatever, for whatever reason you're watching this. How many people, Joe, that we've talked to, especially since around 2020, were like, man, there's a lot of evil going on. There's a lot of evil yeah. going on. Yeah. People watch our is... videos and they're like, you know what? I see it now. Absolutely. I see it now. You can't get around it. But guess what? Don't just stay worrying about the evil. Turn to Christ. Find Absolutely. the good. Find the good. The one, the only one who is good. None right. are good but God. But then, you know, Chad, but there's some that are so sweet and innocent. I mean, look at Taylor. She just won, what, 14, 15? She got album of the year for Midnight's. That seems so innocent. She's It's full of promiscuity, but check this out. Before Midnight's came out, Evermore came out, and she had the song Willow. And we have a whole video you can check out on, you know, a few months ago on her witchcraft and her song all about Willow is all about witchcraft and her glorifying witchcraft and identifying even as a witch at one point. Uh, and we and there's more that I could have said then that I didn't. And then something that just recently occurred to me about a week and a half ago before she won uh album of the year at the Grammys with Midnight's. I thought, oh, it's interesting. On the heels of Willow, you know, her new album Midnight's with the soundtrack Midnight's, I thought, I wonder if that was inspired because she's identifying so much with 
Witchcraft, and the new album, which she dropped the name of it on the, you know, the Tortured Poets uh, Society or whatever that is. Ooh, I knew what it was, the so-called Tortured Poet, before I became a Christian, and I was opening myself to these demonic spirits and channeling and having all these demonic experiences. I thought, you know what? And guess what? When she's talking about that now, she's dropping all these magic witchcraft type sayings. I go, ooh, but in between Evermore with, you know, uh, her song, Willow, and in between the new album coming up was Midnight's. And guess what? I thought, you know what? Midnight's is known as the witching hour, right? Uh, uh, in fact, uh, mid- midnight is when witches, just like in, in, in witchcraft, they'll have these nocturnal uh, times where they feel that the 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 basically the barrier between the spirit world and the physical world is as thin as like Halloween or uh, certain solstices and so forth. Well, as far as the 24-hour period, they look at midnight and oftentimes at 3 a.m. as those times where the spirit world will try to communicate to you if you're in, into witchcraft. Well, it's interesting. In fact, as far as midnight goes, listen to what Hamlet, the play Hamlet, uh, Shakespeare wrote in Hamlet about midnight. He's talking about midnight at this point. And in Shakespeare, we read about this witching hour. Uh, Tis, now the very witching time of night when churchyards yawn and hell itself breathes out contagion to this world. And uh, Shakespeare designated the witching hour as midnight in that in that poem. And it's interesting, she called it midnight. So I thought, I wonder why she called it midnight. I think I know why. And then I started looking at interviews and she talked about midnights. It's when she should be sleeping that she's inspired, you know. And this is when these songs would just come to her, you know, and she'd be inspired and write them. And before I was a Christian, involved in the occult, it was at those witching hours where I'd find this inspiration. I had no clue what was going on. And these channel, these demonic lyrics and so forth. But Chad, you know, we've exposed Billie Eilish and bury a friend and and it's biographical of her going through sleep paralysis, which is what I would go through and receiving her music from this world. And it's also called Demon in the Bedroom. And and her eyes are rolled up in her head like a scene from The Exorcist, the cover of the album. There's like a, she's like a demon under a bed and another guy's going through this and she's all being taken over and, you know, levitating with a real creepy legs being dragged. And she sings about selling her soul and it's connected to her receiving her music. This is very real, folks. And people need to know Jesus, because he's the only way to be saved, and the only one that will deliver them for the powers of darkness. Exactly. And when you guys are hearing all these things, and you like the Billie Eilishes and and the Taylor Swifts and the Witching Hour and stuff, it, it's it's not a joke. And what is sad too is I I really like what you brought up with with Billy Joel with this whole thing like oh just come and hang out with the sinners. Misery loves company. Mm. You know it's so clear. And, and I think everyone here, if you you know before you were saved, you probably had your friends involved in the sin that you were involved in as well. And this is somebody who's miserable and wants to drag people down with him. And it's really sad. And when I think about that, Miley Cyrus was another one that was performing. And man, did she look haggard as can be, by the way. I mean, it is such a sad thing. Obviously, the Hannah Montana, it seems like the dad pushing, wanting to push his daughter to stardom and helped him restart his career again, right? Uh, you know, he was doing from achy, breaky heart to then singing songs with so Lil Nas X. Just, just weird just weird stuff and she's sitting up there and and it's a heartbreaking thing because she's like i can buy myself flowers right write my name in the sand it's all narcissism man and guess what you know i don't need it i don't need this i don't need this and now i just want a grammy right she changes the lyrics because she she won a grammy for for that song and it's like you don't have any true joy you don't have you don't know the lord it is a heartbreaking thing to think of them and i'm saying this like looking at these just horrible displays of like 
Let's make sure we push everyone up to the top and we'll all brag about each other. But really, and and people have said this before, it's just a bunch of drug addicts bragging to each other about each other. Yeah. That's all it is. All these people addicted to something and somewhere, and it's a sad, disgusting display. And the very demons that are using them for to push this music, to push this promiscuity, to push whatever occult stuff, like with Taylor Swift, with Willow, and all the demonic stuff she's pushing out now, over and over again, they're using them, and then they're chewing them up and spitting them out like used bubble gum, and it's sad. Yeah, and Chad, it's crazy that you brought that up because Led Zeppelin, who have been fully blown, we've you know exposed them before, fully uh, blown up in the occult world. Uh, they have a song called Celebration Day. And it's about they're singing to their fans, Celebration Day, we're all going to the promised land. And then if you look at the lyrics, they sing to their fans, you're cele- you know, they're celebrating winners who are losing. And when the winners, the true winners, toll the bell, you will wring your hands and moan. So right now they think, ah, oh, we've just got all these stars that we're into. But they're cheering winners who are losing. And Jesus says, why well, is a prophet of man? He gains the whole world and loses his soul. Wow. It is such a heartbreaking thing. And we want to encourage you, uh, you know, this. it's interesting how what they've done with the Grammys now and specifically, and Trevor Noah brought this up in the beginning, like, oh, it's all women. Women are dominating all this stuff. And they've taken, and I believe it's it's Satan's job. It's the same reason that a lot of these comedies will take a little kid and they'll have him cussing up a storm or yeah. take like a Betty White and have her be perverse is they take something that is supposed to be beautiful and pure and they try to turn it absolutely on its head true. and make it absolutely disgusting. And it, and it is a heartbreaking thing to see the women and the witchcraft and the waywardness that is going on and them celebrating this and putting it up in front of our faces and saying, hey, this is supposed to be normal. And it doesn't matter how hard they try to do it. It's a lie. It's a lie over and over again. And it's heartbreaking. And, you know, Joe, before before we uh, get out of here, I want to encourage you. uh, And I try not to date these things because we try to use these. And hopefully if you're sharing this, you're, you're seeing the connective tissue and you're recognizing, wait a second, it is a, it's a spiritual reality. This isn't something fake. And you need to turn to Christ. That's most important. You need to turn away, repent, turn away from the world Amen. and everything the world is about and all these, these golden veneers of nonsense. They're all going to burn up anyways. Turn away from that and turn over to Christ. You can't hug awards at, at night. Nobody cares. Like it doesn't love you back. It's never going to give you anything. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You can turn away from that and turn to the Lord Jesus Christ. And on the day of judgment, he will not see you for every single deed you've done, but he will see bought and paid for by Jesus Christ himself because Jesus Christ died for your sins according to the scriptures and rose again on the third day according to the scriptures. He is the only one who holds the the keys of death and of Hades. He's a wonderful God. Turn to him now. And I want to encourage you, if you're a man on the East Coast, and I like I said, they don't like us dating these things, Joe, but if you're somebody on the East Coast Joe and I are coming out in March. We're going to be out there March 21st to the 24th in Pennsylvania. And we want to meet you guys. And guess what we're going to be teaching on? The Tools for Spiritual Warfare. It's something that we've been talking about on this episode right now. And guess what? We're going to get in depth. And for you men who want to battle these things and fight against whatever the enemy's trying to do in your life or in your family's life, we're hopefully, and Lord willing, 
going to give some awesome teachings that are going to benefit you to give you tools for spiritual warfare. We'll put a link in the description, but we're going to be out in Pennsylvania March 21st through the 24th, and we would love to meet you, get to know you, and and share the gospel. And and Joe, I'm I'm excited to be out there. I can't wait to yeah, looking to see forward them. to it myself. So man. God you bless you guys, man. If you if you're in Christ. Keep following Jesus. Run after Amen. him. Turn away from this stuff. And if you're not in Christ, turn to him now. Press on in Jesus, guys. Amen. The 511 News with Chad Davidson has been brought to you by Good Fight Ministries, bringing you news and commentary from a Christian perspective. This show can be heard every Friday wherever podcast shows are available or visit 511news.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to being with you next week on the 511 News.